0: Hello Cowboys Nation. Do not adjust whatever you're listening to the podcast on. I know you're used to hearing me after you hear Paul say, how y'all doing? I'm Paul Ryan, your host of Across the Cowboys podcast. But unfortunately, uh, Paul's been celebrating the Dak signing a little bit too much. (laughs) He's gonna miss tonight. So, uh... It's no worries. I'm going to uh, I'm supposedly the quote unquote greatest co-host in the world. So I'm hoping I can flip over, slide into the host chair and uh, and we still got Cowboys beef going. It's still episode four. We're just going to add a little deck twist to it because the note and the news came in and we're pumped up and and we want to talk about it. Uh, I got to get this out of the way. As you know, Paul requires me to do this. Uh, we want to thank all the new guys for joining all our old school guys. We love you. Thanks. Give me a follow at at CD Piglet. Paul is Paul underscore Ryan 15 uh, tonight. I've wanted this guy on for a long time. We have we have a guest for the Cowboys beef like usual. Mike White's on and I've been wanting him to get on here. How you doing today? My friend. Doing
1: well, my friend. How you doing?
0: Uh, well, you know I'm doing good. Uh where can we find you on
1: Twitter? My handle is at not to be trite, as Jerry says. At, uh, not to be trite. So that is my handle. And I'm not on Facebook or anything like that, but you can find me on the twitter.com that little bird app.
0: Yes, sir. Hey, I'm I'm we love Jerry right now. So we're we're happy. We got stuff done. I'm gonna go over the contract real quick. Four years uh with incentives up to a hundred and sixty-four million. 126 million guaranteed they added two void years which is very important for shifting cap space and there's a no trade clause for Dak uh knowing everything you've seen about the contract
1: how you feeling Mike it's fantastic bud. you save 15 million dollars and you sign your franchise quarterback avoiding quarterback purgatory I was talking about this with Dalton earlier like quarterback purgatory is a scary scary place I know the average age of Cowboy fan varies a whole lot, so there's not a lot of people on on Twitter that have went through the late '90s and the early 2000s with the Drew Hensons and the Hutchinsons and the Ryan Leafs of the world. That's not a place you want to be. That's a bad, scary, scary place. And they got it done. His cap hits $22 million, which is less than Teddy Bridgewater this year, by the way. So. I- Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> it fit, so you nice. know what? You they, know
0: They structured it so well. Fifteen
1: million dollars is Tomlinson and Sorensen, or uh, if you want to blow it all on one player, Gilmore, or you can go get a, a Richard Sherman out of Tomlinson. It's fifteen million dollars. is a safety and a defensive tackle, and damn good ones at that. So, or this- or a corner if you wanted to go that route. So.
0: I know we we were talking before how the tone of this thing changed, coming on, me and you were kind of cremunggent, yeah, you know I've been we're old school crumgent my hatred, my hatred and, has been building, <laughs> oh dude, and it went from we're about to tag our franchise quarterback, we have no friggin money for free agents, we never signed anybody. We suck this and that pissed, and it went from that in in an hour before the show, we're like. Okay, well now we have a ton of money. Who are we going to bring in a street?
1: <laughs> and we have a quarterback. And we like every <laughs> like, it's like the beer fest saying, We're not that drunk. Like it's, they 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 saved it. I don't know. It, it things could have went so bad. Like I was, if Dak left, that was it for me with this team. I couldn't take it anymore. I wouldn't accept. I couldn't accept the ineptitude anymore. I wouldn't accept it from my own family. I haven't. I've cut people out of my life for being that incompetent it's just the continuous insane actions of this team and just shoot constantly shooting themselves in the foot. And then Dak Prescott, I mean, we saw it. He is this team. We saw this, what happened to this team when he went down. He is this team. They've been, they've been training at his house all summer or spring winter, whatever. They, that's where they go. They don't go to the star. They go to his backyard. And I mean, they go to the weight room at the star for scheduled workouts and stuff like that. But if they're, if it's a, like, they're just getting together. It's in his backyard.
0: It's so ironic. We, we have a question we asked all the other three guests that we've had so far on Cowboys Beef that me and you talked about. We got to nick this out. But it was, if Cowboys let Doc Walker, you still a Cowboys fan. All the other three guys, me and Paul included, so five total, have been like, look, we're going to back the Cowboys. You would have been the first to say, no, no, I'm mm-hmm. out. Uh, and, and I can't be mad at you for that.
1: That's the reason I have it. I got that pot I got the inside the star podcast. I've been sitting on for three months now, because if they didn't sign Dak, I wasn't going to put all that legwork in and build that brand up off the ground or not off the ground. John Williams left it in a good place. But why was I going to do that for a team that I may not be supporting in two months? So that's then now I'm going to get, I have all the, all the drafts and everything, getting that off the ground, but I wasn't going to start it. I was done with this team. dude. I was done with teams period. I was just gonna follow players.
0: That's breaking news, man. So breaking news. We I knew personally that I I know that was out there that you were gonna take. Mm -hmm. I should have done it already. I just breaking news that when's that gonna Uh, start? I'm
1: gonna I'm working. I already have a lot of the legwork done. I just haven't really gone official with anything because, like I said, didn't want to do too much and put it out there just to you know run it for a couple of times and shut it back down because I was done with the team. So we should be first pod should be off the ground. I would figure I'm going to try to shoot, shoot one this weekend.
0: What a, what a great time to be a Cowboys fan. I hope you listen to ours. I love ours. Dan Rupert and Jay Massey just started one called 4D that just dropped today. Cowboys brawl. I mean, you know, everybody knows the locked on and Mm -hmm. all the, all the Cowboys.com. ones. cowboy and chaos with Kelly and, and, and the McPhee just dropped they're on like episode three what a great time if if you love cowboys content yours is going to be so good i already know talking to you on twitter and and me and you are kind of curmudgeons like that curmudgeons make great <laughs> podcasts i don't care so it's an exciting time yeah, man
1: yeah. It's am sure an exciting time i have not i'm still levitating i'm not even sitting in the chair right now i'm hovering about six inches off the ground with this deck news hair standing on the back of my deck man i i am is just fantastic
0: and and you know what it is? It's because we're old school fans. It's like you said. A lot of people on Twitter saw a team go from the undrafted free agent Romo to a fourth round guy in Dak, and they're sitting there going, "Just draft a guy. We we don't need to pay anybody money. Look how easy it is. We got to under. No, you didn't go through Quincy Carter and Ryan Leaf and Hutchinson and. And everybody from after Aikman you look,
1: you, left. That's and how so, you end up the Browns. You
0: know, you can follow. Yeah, that,
1: that's that. how you end up as the Browns with that jersey that everybody's seen, with thirty-seven quarterback names stapled to the back of the damn thing, because they just keep running through it and messing and busting and busting and busting. And it's not that it's not that simple. It's really not. People, quarterback is the one position you do not get cute with. Wide receiver is a position you get cute with. I'm, not, I'm you know, I would like to draft a wide receiver in the first two days of literally every single draft. I think that's a market inefficiency you can exploit in the league, and treat. And that's the way people want to view quarterbacks. I view wide receivers because there actually is a surplus on them, and you actually can get good talent with not that big of an investment. On top, you know, Michael Gallup's eighty-two. You can potentially get a safety for him this year.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah, I agree. You you go through, <clears throat> you go through, and you you mess around on the quarterback, and a quarterback like this, like. You know, Carson wins. You you heard lingering stuff mm-hmm. about locker room. Mm-hmm. Never with that. St- stats wise, win win loss record. Well, I hate QB wins as a stat, but if you want to use them, that's fine. He's top five since he's came in the league and wins. Is he durable before this year where he had a freak injury? Never he it was news when he missed mm-hmm. one practice. The stats are there. Everything. I mean, you signed the game. The last you know, time right? he
1: missed a game was 2013. He missed two games with a sprained elbow.
0: that's the last time he missed
1: a game so you know that's this is what we talked about freak injury you know Sean Lee doesn't have freak injury Sean Lee Sean Lee's hurt guy Dak Prescott had a freak injury you know Tom Brady had a freak injury LeBron James has a freak injury you know this stuff where these guys are healthy for 10-15 years and you know catch a catch a dinger so not I'm not worried about it in the least bit I was worried when you know he pushed it a little too hard. He couldn't keep off the damn thing, and ended up back in the boot. But allegedly, so.
0: Yeah, you were just. Uh, what show were you just on? Where you co- where you said his uh, his uh, stuff was like um, sour patch candies. <laughs> and I was like, on with LBG? yeah, I was on
1: with Big Game James.
0: <laughs> Big Game James, that was so yeah. funny. Shout out Big Game James. Another great yeah. YouTube. Find him. Yeah, his tenants are made out of shower punch straws god i was roll i was laughing for five minutes on that <laughs> line mike that was so funny well we're we're elated and i could probably talk Dak all night but do you want to run in through some of this cowboys beef uh let's hit show it, Bob. Sheet we got all right let's get a background how long have you been a cowboys uh, fan,
1: Mike? Uh, all my life i mean i was born a guy cow- i was born into a cowboys fan household so i'm 35 do the math there
0: yep you got to see the three super barely. In, so yeah, I, I was like
1: ten. You know, you don't really remember kinda of remember it, but you kinda of don't. Some people say, you know, remember stuff earlier in their life. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I think it's how, how
0: early maybe you started drinking.
1: <laughs> it, well it wasn't were. at ten, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I started at 24, so I have a little bit better memory of my young. But but man, I missed those 24 to 28 years. I don't know, remember a lot of that. No. no. Let's see. Uh, see, in in the typical Cowboys beef, we go back and forth. And now I got to ask all the questions, so I got to make sure I'm I'm in line. You know, who's your uh, all time favorite and your current favorite Dallas Cowboy?
1: Who. I think I think uh I think quarterback one's pushing for that title for both of those. Cause it was it was oh, it was really? Nate Newton.
0: Oh, I love Nathaniel.
1: But uh great man, he's like I said, this this dude if they if they'd fucked this contract situation up, I that would be that would have been it for me. So how can I how can I say that in the same tone of breath, not put him as what would be my favorite cowboy? You know, that's that'd be double speak. So I guess it's Dak.
0: All right, so give me. You got Nathaniel. Take Dak out of it. Who's your current favorite non-Dak mm-hmm. Cowboy? How about that?
1: CD Lamb. Yep. CD Lamb. He's I. That was my. I've never been. Like I was high on that player as a freshman, and then he's like. You talk about him and then you watch him play and it's like, oh, we're not gonna be able to pick him. We're not gonna be able he's playing, he's playing himself into the top five. And then you watch it, we keep winning games, like shit, we're definitely not gonna be able to pick him. And then he gets there and they take him and he shows up and he's as advertised. It's that dude's that dude's gonna be a dog. He's gonna be here in the next 10 years and we'll move on from Amari and he'll be wide receiver one. And he's he's just freaking amazing. In between him and LP Highlander, because there could only be one.
0: Yeah. That's uh, so funny. That that draft man, I was sitting there the whole time. Never crossed my mind that Lamb would make it. And I was like, come on, Chase On. I really like Chase on. I, I still think he's gonna <laughs> be a good prospect. But I'm I'm sitting there going, Come on, Chase. All right, nobody's drafting Chase on. Nobody's drafting Chase on. And it gets to Atlanta, and even Atlanta, I'm like, well, they'll just take Lamb and pair him with with the friggin' two badasses, and they'll have ridiculous receivers. And they picked AJ Terrell, and I instantly went on Twitter. And was like, Scrooge.
1: my entire my entire B. body Lam. went numb when they did AJ Terrell. My entire like my heart stopped. I swear to God, my heart stopped for five minutes. I don't know how I didn't die. And I just stood there and I was just frozen because I I did I thought they were gonna take Chase on. I really did. because that was their guy. That was that was their LVE. That was their Telegraph pick from like January. Yep. We knew that that was gonna be the dude if they got a chance to pick him. And he was there, but so was C.D. Lamb. And I, 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 I think the the, the pandemic saved us there because there wasn't a coach to screw up the top of the board like happens the last five years. Yep, it was inco- the broadest. Yeah. Oh, they took. They, they took him. I was. I was. I was. I was. I was absolutely. Yeah. It was. It, it's almost like when. That was the happiest moment since well until they signed Dak. I mean, it was that that was just pure elation on that draft pick because you needed the hit and you knew that was a hit. There was no it was a surefire number one. I mean, I, I hate on pace stats because they're gar- like on pace this, on pace that, but CD Lamb was on pace for like 1375 yards at like 14 touchdowns before Dak went down. As a rookie, he was gonna he was gonna shatter Odell Beckham's yardage record. He was he wasn't gonna hit the touchdowns just because that's you know Odell got force fed. and That's just not gonna happen here. But man, it was it's amazing.
0: That leads in perfectly. Favorite Cowboys memory is it one of those two we were just talking about? Uh,
1: Jason Witten helmetless run. Oh, great!
0: Yeah, one. that's
1: yeah, that's that's great one. That's that's because that's just that's just historic. I mean, you know, contracts, fun, and everything. You know, but it's not. You can't you can't pull that up on Twitter. You know, you I guess you could pull the CD Lamb pickup on Twitter, but it's not going to hit the same. You know, or YouTube, whatever. This that yeah, helmet, it's, that bloody nose, helmetless run. That was that was some alpha male shit. That was that was awesome. It was it was it was one of the best. Ba- was that
0: There the was Eagles was that the versus Filthy the Bud? And who was
1: it? Uh huh.
0: Oh, even better.
1: Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. amazing. That's that's
0: now flipping it the other way though. What's the least favorite Cowboys member?
1: Mm. It's a toss up. Joey Galloway. And I may not. And I, I, I beat on this guy so much, but I, I wanted Ramsey. I mean, I, that was that was the pick. That was the pick. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to beat on Zeke because, you know, he's been, a, he's been a great player. But I, that, that was the best corner prospect that we've seen in a real long time. And he's still the best corner prospect we've seen in a real long time. And he's playing his ass off. And he shows up to L.A. They instantly go from a bottom dweller defense to top of the line again just with him and Donald. I know they got other players, but that I really, really wanted Ramsey. And that goes back to you know them letting the coach screw up the top of the draft because Marinelli was going to play him at safety.
0: I know God. Can you imagine getting Ramsey Ramsey's book? Ramsey's draft prospect book and thinking, oh they yeah, this, that they, guy's they at did safety.
1: the they did the what? same shit with Byron. Same exact thing, and yeah. then they finally play yeah. in his natural position. He goes all pro. He plays the next year, gets dinged up a little bit, has, and a quote unquote down year. He has fifty five percent completion percentage, percentage against him, and you know almost would have made the. I, I don't. I don't think he, if there was alternates, he would have made the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl is what it is, but, and then they just let him leave. In a passing league, when you paid the running back and the linebacker. Who can't cover? Bro. I, that's bro. You, that's, I mean, that least favorite memory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <shit>. Like, <laughs> make that make sense. You can't.
0: Uh, I want me to make you more upset. The 14 million that they didn't pay Byron Jones, no. haha, Clinton Dix, Poe, McCoy, Daryl Worley. How far uh, how far down the favorite Cowboys of all time list you got to go to get Daryl Worley in there?
1: And he couldn't. Just it,
0: frustrating to let to, in the – like you said, a, a passing league and you're letting your cornerback walk at cornerback one. Well, imagine this team right now. Just put take those guys off, put Byron on it with, with Trayvon Diggs right now, and then tell me who we're getting and, in the draft. That's,
1: that's another issue is, you know, people want to say, uh, you know, Take a cheap quarterback, put some talent around him. Well, show me the last thirty years of defensive prospects this team's picked up, and prove to me that prove to me they can scout yeah. defense because I'm not seeing it. You know, we had we had Reggie Robinson. They moved him to safety before even playing him at corner. Half the corners go down last year. You desperately need corner help. Reggie Robinson can't get on the field. What's up with that? You know they they they, they traded they traded uh, Tre'Davious Ward. For that damn Park Parker Eringer who played half a game and then got hurt, you know, and Tredavious Ward, I I I don't know if he made an All Pro, but I I know he's been in the, a couple Pro Bowls and has played quite well in Kansas City. So, I I don't they can't they have a huge issue, at scouting, or I don't know if it's Marinelli. Like I would like to think it's Marinelli, but you know let's see that. But because it's been any coach they've really had they've had issues scouting finding and placing specifically secondary players
0: they compound that by going into free agency and not attempting to get anybody like they hit I'll give them I'll give them credit they hit a sack guy in Quinn now I think he was terrible versus the run but we were even worse this year so you know they he did hit on pressures and sacks other than that, who who they hit? They don't bring in anybody. They don't even try. So you draft poorly, and then you don't even try to bring in good defensive well, free
1: agents. Quinn was also – he did the uh, – that was the PED get a contract here where he ate the suspension to, 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 to go get paid. What's he done since? He played yeah, like dog shit in Chicago. Chicago's got a good defense. So, you know, yep. that's –
0: Got everything around him and he got a whole. What did he yeah, get? One Yeah, pack? I think
1: Taco Charlton had a better year. Yikes. So that uh-huh. is rough. So that's and They got, they got, I mean, that, but that's what you need to do. That's the market inefficiency. That's the one year players and that's what they should do with the back half of this draft. Hell, no, they should do it with every, they should trade every single pick if we're being honest. I hate this draft. I, I, I absolutely hate this draft. <laughs> I
0: like pick forty four. <laughs> Other than pick forty four, I
1: hate this draft so much. I don't feel good about any play. Like I know they're not gonna take I know they're not gonna take a wide receiver. they you know, if you're not gonna take a wide receiver, just I don't know. And the tackle feels like a wasted pick. But here's what'll happen. If they don't pick a tackle, one of the tackles will go down. If they do pick a tackle, the tackles will stay healthy and it'll feel like a wasted pick, because that's how this shit goes around here. We know that. That's exactly what'll happen. Oh, why'd you do that? Well, it's made sense at the time. So, and in mm-hmm. defensive defensively at, at ten man, I could get to fifteen players without getting to a defensive guy, easily. And yep. I, don't, I, I don't like that at all. So, you're going to trade back? I'd rather trade that. I'd rather trade that one. And you know, and Broadus is the one to first put this warrant this ear <clears> this <throat> worm in my ear about you know potential. Okuda thing. What can we do? What can we do to oh, get yeah. you know, can will it take the 10? Will it take the 10 and gallop? Yeah, I don't know. But I like that idea over an opt-out corner or uh, what I feel like is a Cheeto 2.0 in Certain. So chee you know Sertain likes that top end speed. The same the same stuff people hate about Cheeto, they're gonna hate about Sertain. They're a damn good corner, but he's going to be just close enough to watch the dimples on the ball when he gets caught, because he doesn't—he doesn't have that long top-end speed to keep up with these dudes.
0: Well, let me ask you, what about twenty-five and thirty-three from the Jags for ten? Maybe they throw in another a second next year or whatever, but the basic is the twenty-fifth and the thirty-third pick for the tenth pick.
1: I'm, How about that? I'm I'm for it, man. I'm all for stacking picks up because uh, you need. You need players. You need, you need players, and that's uh, you know st- hey trade back and then trade those picks for players. <laughs> like I, I'm all I'm all for I I'm all for not even picking one single player in this draft and just trading these picks for expiring deals and or uh, you know the higher you get up you know if you want to package that one two and go get you a player that may or may not be on the market but you know call see what's up. There's teams, there's teams out there that are struggling. And they know they're struggling and they're two or three years out. Just like Detroit, who they say they're on a two or three year plan. Well, what's Okuda going to do for you? He's going to be ready for a contract when you're ready to compete. So, that's
0: yep. I don't. I don't. And and
1: they're you know they're hurting. If we want to put Gallup in that deal, they are hurting at wide receiver. Their depth charts look at.
0: I don't see how they don't keep Galloway. To, they got to tag that guy uh, to do they, they, right? So I
1: mean, I've seen several things that he's expected to leave. So then you're looking at Marvin Jones and uh, they, they took some rookie last year. I'm blanking on his name, but that's not a good depth chart. With a struggling Jared Goff, that's – I mean, if you're trying to get a top five pick next year, that makes sense. But – Well, I mean, didn't they already trade that pick? So, I don't know.
0: Man, they might have. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. I mean, I might have won in the – My brain is
1: short-circuited from this deck deal. So, didn't didn't they send two picks? Didn't they give a pick, a first-round pick to eat the golf money? They
0: might, I think they got some from, from, from Rams. They got picks obviously I'm uh, have... for Stafford, but I can't remember if they had to give theirs back that that's a good question. We're across the Cowboys, not across the Lions. <laughs> I don't know all that. <laughs> uh, that's one thing. At least we aren't the Lions, but let me ask you, being a Cowboys fan, describe it in one word. Pain. That's a good word. that That word may have been used, uh, may have been used before, even. But mm-hmm. pain works. That uh, even now with the uh, the Dak signing, you know, and you have the cap room, you're still sitting there going, "We're somehow not going to try in free agency," and it, and it's still pain. Yeah.
1: Uh, and you know, it's that's what I said. I said this the other day on Twitter. You know, they either they do sign Dak Prescott. And they use the contract for the reason they bargain Ben free agency, or they don't sign Dak Prescott and they use the contract for the reason they bargain Ben free agency. Give me option one. Give me a quarterback. Give me a fighting chance. Yes. Because that's all we have. You know, I mean, you're for this team to win, they're gonna have to overcome this obvious. I mean, let's be honest, this incompetent front office. It's gonna take luck, it's gonna take a lucky, you know, a butt fumble, it's gonna take a tuck rule, it's gonna take you know a a timely turnover and it's it's we're not one of those teams that's going to create their own luck until proven otherwise. You know, we hear about teams being lucky. Well, Pittsburgh is lucky enough that they constantly are lucky. So maybe they're just good. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that uh the 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 thing about this next upcoming season is if we go the typical route of how we are drafting defense and how we, um, we are in free agency, we're, we're going to have to have a perfect offense. Our, our offense to win the big games is going to just have to make no mistakes. And, and if they do, the defense will never be able to back it up, unfortunately, and, and, and we'll have trouble with those good teams. All right, so forgetting the Cowboys fandom, let's just go into 2020. If you're using one word, describe last season for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, that's
1: definitely pain. <laughs> yes. I was it's
0: hoping pain. you were going to say I'm that. The, that's
1: the most painful season. That's the most painful season of my Cowboys fandom. Because you had a legitimate chance. I mean, they beyond a shadow of doubt, they win the NFC East. Not that that's a big accomplishment. But who in the NFC is giving them – I mean, I, I know that obviously the Buccaneers picked it up at the end. But until that point, who's giving them a run for their money? Green Bay was frauds. New Orleans is frauds. The Rams didn't have a quarterback. Arizona's frauds. You, I mean, you you had a chance. You legitimately had a chance last year. And, you know, we lost our quarterback. And then we got to watch Andy Dalton skipping passes like he's out there throwing rocks. And then, you know, Tyron gets hurt. And then Diggs gets hurt. And good God, man. It was, it's like falling down a mountain. It was bad. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was quick. It was every week. Every just, week, it was something else. Every single week, it was something else. Another, Absolutely tragic thing happens. I mean, the teams that their teams in the having a strength condition and meeting, and the fucking coach has a heart attack and dies in front of the team. It, that's Unreal. like that's it, it, that, that barely that's just a little blip on the radar of what happened last year.
0: Yeah, they, uh, they, um, they had a top three offense with Terrence Steele. Brandon Knight at tackle, with Dak behind center, and then Dak got hurt, and I had to hear pundits on air talking about now this team could get back to the way they really should play to win with Andy Dalton as a quarterback.
1: And oh, I run the, to oh, no, run, run, run the ball. Oh run the ball. Got to run the ball. Yeah yeah. Well, Seattle ran the ball. Look where it got him. You no know, that's a that's a false narrative. I'm, I know we're not covering the Seahawks, but there's this narrative out there that. They didn't run the ball enough, and that's you know that that's why Wilson threw turnovers or whatever. They ran the ball four hundred times, if you count Russell's uh, rushing attempts. Tennessee, the heaviest run, the Tennessee, the heaviest run it's, team in the league, had three hundred and forty. So who didn't run the ball? Who, who who didn't run the ball enough? It's, it's, With the re- the thing is, you were getting three point eight yards per carry. You couldn't you couldn't run the ball bingo running the ball doesn't matter until you absolutely cannot do it period
0: yeah people thought they were going to run the ball behind terrence Steele, brandon knight you know uh joe looney who i love is our backup like we love him i want him back but he's a backup center connor connor williams got killed for for every year he's been in the league about how he gets pushed back into the bo- pocket can't hold up he was the one guy left. He was the lone survivor. Even Zach Martin, they had to push him out. Like Mm-mm. you weren't running the ball, so that narrative was just so stupid to think you were going to run it. Especially when line. I
1: mean, twenty-one didn't exactly have his best year. His legs were dead, and which was kind of kind of strange because yeah, you know he showed up. He showed up in the best shape he ever looked. He's just he's got a lot of miles on him, man. That is what it is.
0: That actually leans in perfect. So, so other than Dak, why do you think the Cowboys were had such a bad twenty twenty season?
1: No defensive tackles, no quarterback, no defensive yes, tackles, no you. quarterback. I mean, you could. Thank you. For same, I mean, it's no the same pro- same problem they've had for thirty thank years. You. They're weak in the middle.
0: Does it give? No, you no, no. I'm good. They're weak you, in the ahead.
1: middle. That's. That's, that is what it is. They're weak in the middle. And it's highlighted by the fact you have linebacker, had a linebacker out there who has no power in his foot. So the minute he gets any sort of contact, he's locked down. So he's having to play with Don Terry Poe coming back, rolling into his lap like a bowler. You know, it's, it was just a recipe for distraction.
0: Let me ask you, does it give you any hope? that I know they didn't work out. But considering that they at least went out and thought, hey, Poe is a big 300-pound, 350-pound, uh, one technique, and McCoy is an upgrade from what we had. If he's healthy, you know, he would have been an upgrade from what we have. Did it give you any hope that they at least went in – they failed at who they picked, but they at least went into it going, we need to get some new, bigger body no, here in the middle? because it was,
1: still, it was still a bargain bin afterthought, the same thing they've done with safety it's an that's an afterthought position with them steven steven jones rather yep. spent 187 million dollars on an edge rusher before we spent 50 million dollars on a defensive tackle and a safety
0: this is this is a man you're nailing the transitions so during the dak era we haven't had the success we hoped even though we had a really good quarterback on a cheap contract do you blame that on the coach Jason Garrett? Maybe uh, Jerry Jones? Maybe Stephen Jones? What do you think the reason we haven't had success when we've had such a good All quarterback the above? on a rookie? I mean, team? you
1: had you had Green Bay on the ropes in the playoffs, and your coward coach got scared, gave the ball back. With it, with 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 a somewhat competent coach, you go to the to the minimum. The NFC Championship game is rookie year, and there's a whole different narrative. Just just simply win that game right there. There's a whole different narrative on Dak Prescott. Whole different narrative. You go look at the it, it, or you it, it go to the Rams game. Jason Garrett lost the Rams game too. Running the damn ball too much. When when Dak was slinging it, he, he tripled Goff's EPA per play. We were getting like 2.7 yards per carry or some shit like that when Dak was slinging for, uh, I think it was 11.2. You know, what are you doing? And then you got Stephen Jones and you know, they're they're getting elite quarterback play for 200000 dollars a year, and they use that debt, they use that time to let 88 and 9's running money run out when they could have easily done something. Just one player. I and mean, we're not asking you to go spend a hundred million dollars. One player, you know, go go get a safety. Go get a go get a defensive tackle, an actual safety, an actual defensive tackle, not Don Terry Poe, not Worley, not freaking uh Nolan Carroll. You know, go get a, a Justin Simmons. You know, go, go 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 get a Sorenson. Go get an actual player. But no, you didn't. And this is the fruits of your labor.
0: So do we blame the coach for doing it in the game? Or do we blame the owner and the owner's son for not getting rid of the coach when most of us knew that? coach talked was not Jason, a plus coach. Talked
1: Jerry Jones out of firing Jason in the tunnel after that L.A. Rams loss. They're best friends. Mm-hmm. So it's all, it's like it's like I said it's all of the above. Stephen Jones and, and Jason Garrett are still tight to this day. That's why Steve, That's why Jason Garrett got to do interviews with other teams from literally inside his office at the store.
0: That isn't. Yeah, you, 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 I, I mean, remember that? that? Like,
1: why is he still here? Like, we're firing him. They're inter- they were interviewing other coaches. And he was doing interviews with other teams from his office in the store
0: do you think the cowboys can win a super bowl with the jones family in charge
1: like i said it's going to take luck you need a butt fumble you need a you know you need a helmet catch you know just some weird bounce of luck because i don't think you'll ever have a tactical advantage with this with this family running the team
0: it's so scary that that Man, I can understand why you yeah. want to trade ten for a player, because it is it's terrifying to leave them in charge of that tenth pick. And this is after they drafted such a good draft last year.
1: Yeah, because I, I, I don't line. think anything. Whatever player you trade for that with that tenth pick is going to be. I mean, <laughs> at, at, barring a freak injury, whatever player you get with that tenth pick is going to be better than whatever you draft. That's that's almost a a surefire thing to say. Unless you just go get a bad player, which I don't know why you would do that. But
0: Well, I mean, don't I we, did we did almost did. try to and, sign Sammy you Watkins? Know,
1: at least you wouldn't trade the first pick for him.
0: <laughs> That's true, yes. You were just <laughs> trying to sign him. That's true. Well, with with Dak in tow now, we know he's in tow. We know um it sounds like Tyron and LLC are coming back good. Zach Martin's good. The line, uh, at least for a little bit of the season, should be healthy. We've seen videos of Zeke doing runs and CeeDee Lamb, and everybody's excited. How close do you think the Cowboys are to being a, a real Super Bowl contending
1: Defensive team? Defensive tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can we just call this – can we just call I knew this the, that defensive, the tackle I on, uh, defensive tackle podcast? Defensive tackle safety at a linebacker oh. that can cover because you have an issue with your defense, with a quarterback, your defense, the one wearing the green dot has a terrible football IQ issue, and he can't cover. 54 has the green dot yep. by default because the other guys can't stay on the damn field. I mean, how are you going to put the green dot on LVE when he's sitting on the trainer's table? So that's you got to figure you have to figure that out, which, by the way, speaking of LVE, we're not going to pick up his fifth year option. Not if I'm running the team. Nope, nope, nope. And they they have to make that decision this summer. I don't know if people are aware of that or not, but that they have to make that decision going into his fourth year. And it's he's played. He's played 30 games in his first three seasons available. He's played 30 games. In Sean Lee's first three seasons available, he played 32 games. Uh huh.
0: Terrifying. Just think about that.
1: Sean and we drafted we, draft, we drafted, we drafted, we drafted Sean Lee literally in an aircast. cast.
0: Mm. Just think about that. Seriously, LVE has played less games. Yeah, but it's freak than yeah, Sean Lee. Did. Freak injury, you know. And we love Sean freak Lee, injuries. But, you know, I mean, you can't pay him. Yeah. Freak.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Freak
0: injuries. My butt. Well, well, we're skipping the, if Dak walks, cause we got him. So we're going to go right to my, this is my favorite part, especially with you because you, we, we think alike, dude, the defensive tackle thing has been such a thing for me, but we're doing a segment where you can sign a uh, uh, one person. You can cut one person. We all cut Jalen and, and you can draft the 10th pick. Pick a guy. I know you want to trade for him, but just pick a guy who you, you, the chances that they're going to do it. So, with you in charge, tell me the free agent you're signing. Tell me the guy you're cutting, Jalen, <clears throat> and tell me who I'm you're signing. Drafting Comilson,
1: and I'm cutting Jalen and I'm drafting Jalen Waddle.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. You want to go to you, you go, you
1: go sicko who mode? are you trading? Uh, for? I'll trade Gallup for. I'll trade Gallup for a pick. I'll trade Gallup for a player. Whatever I can get the most value out of. It's not a 2023 comp pick because that's what you're going to end up getting for him. He is gone. Gallup is 1,000 percent gone next March. Period. Gone. Bye bye. They're not, And and that's I love Gallup. I'm I'm the CEO of Gallup Hive. I, I had him as a freaking top 50 player. But you do not pay number two wide receivers. You don't do it. You just don't. It's just bad team building. You don't do it. You're, you can't talk about how this is the deepest wide receiver draft we've seen literally every single year and then turned around and paid number two wide receivers. That's double speak. That's left hand, right hand, not knowing what's going on with each other. Can't do it. So, And then I'm taking Jalen Waddle and I'm putting this offense in turbo mode because this team desperately needs some speed, some actual speed.
0: I agree. It's the one missing link on uh, the one missing link on this team. Game breaking game breaking speed. And three.
1: you go watch Legit. go watch that Alabama twenty two. The way they use Jalen Waddle is the same type of stuff they do with Tyreek Hill. Even if he's not getting the ball, he's back there running figure eights and loop-de-loops and back and forth and just dragging dudes back and forth across the field. And next thing you know, the tight ends lined up on a defensive tackle. Here we go.
0: Yep. It's a mismatched city. And before people uh, yell and scream about you're not gonna pay C D Lamb, by the mm-hmm. time C.D. Yep. Lamb goes to get paid, he's wide receiver one. People Amari mm-hmm. Cooper is the burn. guy that's leaving.
1: Turn and burn. And that's why you draft a wide receiver in the first two days of the draft every single year. Period. It doesn't matter if it's first round, second round, third round, whatever the need, whatever the player sitting there is, you know, if you're sitting looking at C D Lamb, you can get him. And you know, say by some odd chance you hit on like a Chase Claypool or some type of guy like that in the second round, then you can have a hard decision to make with your number one wide right receiver if you want to see if you can get something with him. So it's it's just a market inefficiency that you can absolutely exploit because they're there every single year for the last. I've been I've been really in the draft for a decade now, and going on a decade. It's oh man, these wide receivers. Oh, these wide receivers. It's it's deep this year, huh? That's every year. Exploit it. Exploit it. You know, you want to pick yep. You want to pick a, another wide receiver in the third round or you want to pick a corner you're going to cut before camp?
0: I agree, mm-hmm. man. Michael pick pick, pick 82. Third. As, as far as your signing, I love Tomlinson. Um, if you gave me one guy, you told me you can have one free agent, any you want, and they'll sign him. That would be my guy. The main reason is there's a lot of DTs that I like at decent value in this draft. Uh, uh, Alim McNeil, um, Wilson might be later on, Shelvin, I don't think any of them will mm-hmm. make a big impact year one. I, I just don't. I think they need a year to build into their body. Even the guy you like the most, you, you love him. He's going to be a superstar. He'd be a great pick at, at 10 even. That guy is not going to have a big year this year tomlinson comes in and immediately is day one starter stud one technique stops the run holds up against any guard in the league right away and you don't have to wait for a defensive tackle i to just develop thought of two
1: years what about so the giants are in trouble right i mean the quarterback situation is sketchy they don't have an offensive line they don't have wide receivers they need picks right and they need a wide receiver. Why don't we why don't we yes, circle sir. back to my pet cat Dexter Lawrence yeah. to see what he's up to?
0: I don't mind that. I'd have no issue putting Dexter Lawrence at our I mean, one technique and, and flying. You know,
1: chances are they're not gonna pay him because they're going through rebuild. And when they they he's this is his third year going into his third year. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we be going into it. You see if
1: you can't package up that, you know, maybe that two and Gallup. See if you can't go get a Dexter Lawrence, you know, make a splash move. Go get an actual player.
0: Why are you going to give away because, the one pick I like? Because 44 is the because, only one I like, and you got to throw that one in there. Man, I'm already giving up Gallup. Um, Can I give him 70? You
1: want Dexter they Lawrence want? or not?
0: Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. That kid is worth it. That guy is good. Can I Dexter. Dexter Lawrence or Quinn Williams? Oh. All well, right. you
1: get you all get right. you got so you, uh more one, like year, one, one more year of service time, you have you know arguably a more manageable player. You know, Quinn Williams is a little different. A little different. So, uh, it's yeah. Yeah, I I don't I don't hate either one, but I know the Jets aren't trading with Stephen Jones, so you can go ahead and throw that idea out. Uh
0: Yeah, it's true. Shit, a lot of teams, Seattle Jet. There's a lot of teams just aren't messing with us. That'd be another hard thing in division, but you know, well, you'd be giving Michael Gallup to
1: Jason Garrett.
0: Oh, that's true. Poor Michael yes, he,
1: yes, he yes, yes he does. He uh, hey, I, but I want him to go get his go go get your Laurent Robinson you know, Laurent Robinson money, you know, go you earned it. But you know, it's not going to be here.
0: Yeah, yeah, we can't pay him. You got Lamb and Kubierre, and I love him like me and Dane Bruger are going crazy on the draft show when we when we find him, but <laughs> No, you can't. Just can't. Oh, that's all right, well, it's that time. It's Cowboys beef time, Mike. This is your time. You, I know we just signed Dak, and that might have been your whole thing. Now you got to flip it up on the fly. You get as much time as you need because we're going pretty fast. I don't have Paul slowing me down. I hope he doesn't hear that. <laughs> but uh, you get all the time you need. Give me your Cowboys beef
1: and squash I hate the way they approach linebackers, and I hate the way they approach running backs, and they think they're a lot more important position than they are when realistically linebackers are running back of the defense, and then you paid one that can't cover. If you cannot cover in the day's NFL, you need to be on the line of scrimmage. Now they talk about not only are they not going to cut him, they're not even going to think about a reduced salary when – He's an absolutely awful player. They hate safeties because when they, see, when they hear safety, they think Roy Williams. That's not what the safety is anymore. The safety is a cornerback that can't quite corner. So he plays safety. That's the way she goes. Tyron Matthew would not be a real good outside corner, but he's a damn good safety, and that's what you want in, a corner, in, 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 in the player. You don't want Roy Williams. You don't want Cam Chancellor. That, that guy's gone. That's a dinosaur. I'm glad they finally paid Dak, so I don't have to rant about that. I wish they would have fired Jason Garrett before they even hired him. The complacency that rampant in that organization is just the perfect example of the Jason Garrett in itself. There's no urgency whatsoever in that organization, and that's why that guy stayed around so long. There was no urgency in his coaching. And there's no urgency with this team until proven otherwise. Let's see what they do with this money they freed up from the Dak situation because you got 15 extra million dollars for signing your quarterback and you desperately need defensive tackle and safety help. If they if they bargain bend that again and sit on their thumbs, now yeah, I wouldn't. There's no use in even showing up out of the tunnel next year because your your defense is going to get clapped again.
0: You need three starters. Yes. You need three starting three no bargain bend three legit starting players. From free agency, I, I don't know if it, would, be, if it would if it would work happen.
1: because I don't know what Jacksonville's really got going on, or even if they would do it because they have so much money. But you could cut Jalen and use that seven million that you save on Jalen to absorb the hit in the Miles Jack trade. Something Just you know, something, something he can cover. He he can, can cover. cover. Sixty 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 five percent completion, guy. Yep. which is not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and
0: yeah, I agree that the way they look at that, the safety position should be a coverage position. The linebacker position should be a coverage position. The defensive tackle position should be a run stopping position. And they just see it back asswards. They see pass rusher. They see run stuffer. Mm-hmm. They see box guy to help versus the run. And I just, I, I don't. I don't, yeah, I, they, they, they right think the safety, safety is
1: just another linebacker. You know, they want a, a six-foot-two, 230-pound guy back there when, you know, he you, you can't move. What are you doing? He can't cover ground. You know, when's the last time we had a guy back there that could cover any sort of ground? Xavier Woods supposedly can, but he likes taking plays off as a six-round pick with his sorry ass, you know?
0: I can't believe he said that. You cannot be a sixth-round pick going to get your contract.
1: Everybody takes plays off. It's like, no, no, dude, no. <laughs> you <can't.
0: laughs> you, have, you ever, have you ever worked at a place? I used to manage a store, and they would have people come in and fill out these surveys before you hired them. And they would ask questions like, does everyone lie a little? Does everyone steal a little? And you have to do the never sometimes. it. If you didn't put never, you yeah. had no chance of getting hired. You would fail because you are supposed to be the person that makes it never. That, that no, I don't steal. No, I wouldn't lie. You are lie about it, yes, to get hired. And I feel like that is what Xavier Woods should have been doing. And instead, he did the, well, yeah, everybody steals a little bit. Mm. Well, I'm not hiring no. your ass then.
1: So, when you're already – not that great of a player and then you openly admit to taking plays off you should have been cut that week i mean it's not like we could have got worse you know they they, they want to oh we played better at the end of the year dude yep. you were playing brandon allen and whatever i can't even name the damn quarterbacks they were playing at the end of the year you didn't get better you were playing trash monsters you got absolutely dusty when you played any quarterback with the salt
0: absolutely 100% and then the scary thing is is half the fan base will buy that bs and they'll and they'll buy the joneses going oh now we have no money and when we bring nobody in they'll be like oh yeah but we got better at the end of the year so we'll be good with the system we didn't really need to bring in anybody but gerald mccoy and and i love gerald mccoy by the way i, I have no problem bringing him back but he should be and like he should the i believe and i believe he is back i believe that's, that's i
1: believe that's the thing I think that's a good yeah, I, I think McCoy I don't think he ever left Yeah it's true they
0: they said uh, in an interview on the Boys and Girls podcast they talked to a defensive line coach who works with Neville Gallimore and they said that him Alden Smith and Gerald McCoy worked with him all year uh, another reason I think Alden Smith uh, might come back He's more 50-50 than McCoy but how do
1: you feel uh, about Alden? Oh, he's he's gone. Sorry, I just, I'm trying to figure out if this is fake. Uh, I'm getting a trade alert from ESPN about a Russell Wilson. Get Seattle out. sending oh, 2012 third right round now. pick Russell Wilson 2022 seventh round pick to Dolphins for 2021 seventh rounder. What? Dude, I, I, I'm I, I'm not trying to get got right now, but
0: that's got it. I mean, that would have to be Tua, the third pick, the 18th this, pick. There would have to be something. No, this. I want to turn on the TV and check, but I'm gonna let be, me turn on my TV. I'll I'm try all, to mute it. We'll I'm, try to break this since we have extra. I'm time only seeing. And I, and I'm only seeing long, we'll break this
1: one little photo from it. This got, I'm not. I'm not running with this. That doesn't make sense at all. That that doesn't. That doesn't make sense at all. Okay. So you're talking. You're talking Tua, two first rounders, and a and a future two at the minimum. You know what I mean? Like we're not. It's not seventh round nonsense, but this game the the, the guy yeah, that tweeted no, it was Dan Morris no, who co- covers me. Seattle. So I'm just trying to figure. We'll figure. We'll get to that later.
0: Yep, yep. I don't see it on here. I'm checking right now. All right, guys. Hey, we wanted to break some news. Doesn't look like it's true, but we might as well check on it. So let me ask you, since we have a little bit of extra time, and I, and I wanted to run it by you, let's do your, your scenario, assuming we have to draft. You're trying to be as realistic as Cowboys as possible. But give me a few guys you think they might try to sign and a few draft picks you'd like them to get that, that's somewhat gonna, realistic. I, what do you think? I
1: think we're going to take we got Parsons.
0: Oh really why do you have to ruin I mean everything? you asked me about Can the draft and they good? can't
1: get defensive talent and they're drafting defensive I mean does that not make sense
0: it does can't his they character drop him out of like the top that. 20 so we don't get him oh god you just me either turned, I don't even want to know the rest uh, of your stuff who are we going to sign Tate. <laughs> oh you're gross you're just a great. I knew you were a curmudgeon. I knew it. Maybe, even maybe, hey, maybe we
1: could insane. bring back Dan Bailey or something.
0: Oh, <laughs> you are gross. All right. We're getting, we're ending it with that. I'm not even going on any further. This is pro. We're happy. Cowboys beef, but we're happy. Dak is signed. We're doing good. We're Mike and Mike, and we're happy about yes, it. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got our bowl.
1: glorious day.
0: You got, Hey, um, just so you know, inside the star, let them know about that uh, uh, one more time before we go, and we'll get your
1: Twitter at, too. But Should let be know getting it off the ground. The I, I got the, the reins star, of it a while back, right but they didn't right want to now. get it going until they signed Dak because I didn't want to get it off the ground just to quit like a coward because I was leaving this team if they lost, if they lost my quarterback. Should be getting the first one out this weekend. My handle on Twitter is at NotToBeTrite, and I appreciate you all having me. <laughs> Hey,
0: man, that was, that was awesome, Mike. I've been wanting you to have you on for a long time, uh, a blast. I'm so glad that it broke while you were coming on so that we could talk about Dak. I'm, I'm really sorry uh, Paul wasn't able to make it. It's, it's been a hectic day. We know we've gone back and forth on on trying to reschedule, and then Dak hits, and we're like, all right, let's just do it.
1: Yes, sir. So Thank I, you. I really appreciate you
0: coming on, man. Follow, uh, follow everything at uh ATB Cowboys Pod at not be at not to be trite, at Paul underscore Ryan fifteen. I'm C at CD Piglet. You know how it is, guys. You have a great day. Bye bye.